Welcome everyone to the Ainul Chaudhary show. I'm your host Ainul Chaudhary. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 242 we have a special guest Erin Woodrow. So in this episode we'll discuss with Erin the topic of communication and relationship. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on our podcast and let's dive in. Are you a business owner tired of same old get rich quick schemes and cookie cutter marketing tactics? Do you crave a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who get it? Then welcome to Be School Community. You are one-stop shop for building a thriving business with sustainable organic growth. So, who am I? I'm Anil Chaudhary. I'm the host of this podcast and I created the Be School Community because I was tired of seeing so many business fail the coaches and consultant spaces. they are chasing in the wrong metrics focusing on the wrong things and lacking the support they needed to truly thrive so in this be school community is and about courses is about complete transformation so we offer mindset mastery where you learn think and like successful business entrepreneurs overcome your limiting belief your anxieties your own self limitation and unshakable confidence We have organic growth strategies where we teach you how to build your website a sales machine and also we teach you how to grow your organic reach on a social media platform or LinkedIn and also we're going to talk about how to build it a re- reputable your podcast so through the podcast you can generate inbound leads for your business also we do weekly live classes where get personal guidance ask question in real time stay motivated and interact with the other people and so we have like an expert community as well so where you can connect with the network of online coaches consultant agency owners who have been there done that and you're ready to succeed and help you with that as well so why wait so at business school community we believe building a business with purpose passion commitment and making difference so we are not about shortcuts or empty promises we are about real results real relationships and real growth So if you are ready to ditch your grind and build online join B school community today and unlock your full potential the link will be under the description go check out B school today and get your spot Hi Erin thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode really appreciate it how are you today I'm good how are you Yeah I'm doing well and super excited to have a conversation with you on the topic of the relationship and communication which is like most important part of our day to day life like either as <laughs> business personal life so yeah before we jump into the our uh, topic I'd love to know more about yourself and in terms mm-hmm. of like how did you come up with the relationship and communication topic like we want to discuss on the show how is it related to you and like what do you do for like a living at the moment yeah well first of all thank you so much for having me i'm way excited to be here and so my, my name's aaron i'm a communications coach and i work with high achieving women married to introverts mm-hmm. so and that's kind of who i am i feel like within business typically we gravitate gravitate towards our own story and i discovered early on in my marriage that a lot of the complications and miscommunications that we were having was around communication and all 
and also just about our personality differences just between being an extrovert and an introvert and what that looks like to be in a committed relationship together. And so now that's what I help my clients do. I help high achieving women married to introverts create the life that they want while still having a really happy relationship as well. Yeah, that's interesting. And when you said the married to introvert, uh, I just pictured myself. I'm an introvert myself. <laughs> when it comes to the, my wife, like I'm, I'm not like I'm always open. Like we have a, like a best friend kind of relationship. So, mm-hmm. like with your experience, and you realize this is kind of a problem. Like the communication is not happening, and you probably it doesn't get alignment into like what's your core values and his core values. So how did you come up with the solution? Like, hey, listen, like I know like you're introvert and like there, there is an issue with it, like probably, you know, communicating well. How do you change someone like they can communicate better with you? Like you can change yourself, right? Like you have a total mm-hmm. control over it. But when you tell someone like uh, this is something lacking you or like uh, this, you have like uh, some kind of problem, they're not going to take it like a ser- uh, easily. And it, it could be like a conflict on their family or relationship. So how did you have like a better communication with your other half and realize this is something you guys can work on and yeah, solve the problem? Yeah, that's a super great question. And it's one that comes up a lot. And first of all, like you mentioned, you have to work on yourself first. You have to be willing to look inside and see what's going on. And from my own experience, and I know other people feel this also, is extroverts tend to speak much more than introverts do as a general rule. Not always, but just generally And I was finding myself wanting him to speak just as much as I did. But first of all, I had to learn for myself that I'm a person that processes externally. So I talk to people and I think out loud and it's really natural for me. But for him, the way he communicates is very differently. So it started with me understanding just the basics of how introverts and extroverts generally process information and communicate. And for introverts, they usually take all the information in and they think about it. And then their response is much shorter because they've already processed internally. They don't need to process it externally as well. Mm -hmm. So just naturally, and tell me if this is true for you, but naturally introverts will just say less. So I think until I understood that, I was always frustrated because he wasn't telling me his thought processes. He wasn't, you know, processing externally like I do. But once I got over that, I realized, oh, wow, maybe he's communicating perfectly fine. And I'm the one not listening. Mm. What if it's all my fault? What if it's like all on me? What if he's telling me everything that I need to know? And I'm the only one being frustrated. Yeah. And other thing as well, like I realized uh, guys themselves, even though introvert and extrovert, they never share their kind of feelings, like what they're actually going <laughs> to be probably depressed and they have like a tough time. They probably lost their jobs. They wouldn't share that in a home. And that's mm-hmm. like a comes to it like when it comes to like you want to buy a house you want to start a family and he's like oh my finances is not like intact but babe mm-hmm. you said it to me like a few months back like everything intact like uh, your credit score everything is fine but now you're saying no nothing mm-hmm. is fine when you actually do that then you realize like he 
try to figure out himself everything and when the time comes mm-hmm. then he's like oh no this thing is not done and they do that and mm-hmm. that's why like suicide rate is much higher for men's compared mm-hmm. to women because even yeah. though introvert or extrovert they both tend to like keep it themselves and if it's like someone yeah. introvert then it makes it like more difficult to understand them right like they're not telling mm-hmm. you exactly everything or like a few words and rather than like a full conversation on the like a certain topic like you want to have a conversation with so moving forward like how how do you fix that like if someone comes to you like uh, they're married couple and like are you helping um, the woman like uh, her husband is introvert and then the communication gap is like a greater how do you tell her like what do you need to do in terms of like how does she communicate with her partner without like making him angry without thinking himself mm-hmm. like you're lacking something or things like that that's that's a very big question and there's a lot of responses yeah but i especially when we're talking about hard conversations if there is like a touchy point in your relationship whether it's finances whether it's house finding whatever it is maybe it's work hours Whatever that is, I think if you can approach any situation with love for you and them, it's going to change the way that you show up. Because if you approach a problem and you say, it, this is your fault, or you need to change, or something like that, it is going to be extremely hard for them to come back and want to engage with you Mm -hmm. so from I always recommend first of all you can't approach it as it's your fault right or you're the problem yeah so for you it's so important for you to do the internal work and see what's actually going on even if they are the problem if you approach it that way they're going to get so defensive yeah So how can you approach any conversation with love for you and them? A few questions you can ask yourself is that question. How can I love myself and them? How can I, what can I say to help them not get defensive? If we were both on the same side of the problem, how would we attack the problem together? And I think these are all really good. I'm a huge fan of the pre-conversation. Have a have conversations before you actually have the hard conversation and say, I really like, I really want to talk about our finances. I know in the past, this has been something that we really struggle with, but it is a problem. And I don't want to fight with you, but we're in a partnership. We're figuring this out together. And I really, really want us to figure this out. So would you be willing to work on the problem together? It's not me against you or you against me. I don't want to be in a fight about it, but Mm -hmm. we are going like a team towards this problem. Let's see if we can find a solution together. And anytime you approach a conversation from this stance of, I love you and I need you to work with me so we can solve the problem, though the response you're going to get in return is going to be very different. Yeah, interesting. And I, I agree on that as well. And like, I like to share on my part of the story as well. So that can people can relate on that. So me and my mm-hmm. wife, like we both agreed on whatever in our mind we like to share with each other. Like, obviously not everything, 
then <laughs> if you read my mind, everything is going on. Sometimes like I feel like I want to kill you. I, I, I want to beat you. <laughs> it, it gets to like a point certain times, like it, you don't want to share everything. But mm-hmm. maybe like having a relationship with someone, like you need to talk to them, like a finances, uh, the family, like having a child with their uh being like about uh, bringing up like whatever you like dislike things like that and also like why you're heading your goals your future values and what's your current values your principle all things like uh, is really important letting someone know at the beginning and then it's getting much easier mm-hmm. and having like open-minded for both people like we told for each other like if something i do wrong probably I'm going to make mistakes. And as a human, we're always going to make mistakes. I want you to point out like, hey, this is something I'm doing wrong. Probably I'm probably um, overeating and I didn't realize myself. I put some weight on and I'm exercising how I used to be. Let me know like, hey, did you realize that what you're actually doing? Is that you knowing like you're doing or like you didn't realize it, like you're putting some weight on or mm-hmm. you're not doing exercise how it used to be? Your mood is slightly off compared to how it was six months back. So things mm-hmm. like that, I think like is most, most important thing for any kind of relationship, especially for like a couple who's married or like they're in a like serious relationship. So that makes it so mm-hmm. much easier for like a communication. So if something yeah. is close, too much is seriousness happening, then before you had like a normal things, like a, you acknowledge every time your spouse doing something or you didn't like, or like they're doing something they're not used to doing. Mm-hmm. So now you can easily have the communication. It's not gonna be bother them that much because it, uh, it's it's like that. It's like a five years of relationship. You never said something to the person like about their behavior or like uh, their what they actually do. Or, like probably they change from uh, the year mm-hmm. to uh, coming years, and all of a sudden you said like, oh, the way you do things I don't like it at all, or that way you talk, the communication mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. It's gonna be like what's going up. Uh, what happened to that person? Like. Uh, it doesn't make sense because five years you never complain about me five years everything is yeah. fine. is there something like another mm-hmm. person in our life or like she doesn't like me at all or that the love is gone or something like that probably she hating yeah. me so that makes it like mm-hmm. a more barrier like a, whatever trying to solve it can be more conflicted and it could be like a yeah. bigger problem on your relationship but if you started from at the beginning of the relationship like uh, you open to each other like uh, whatever you like or don't like you just tell them up front mm-hmm. and that makes it so much easier like even though something goes bigger after five years or ten year relationship you can have the easier conversation right exactly and I love that you bring that up because and I'll share a personal experience that seems a, a lot more minor scale we in our first one or two years of marriage at the beginning I thought my husband liked a cereal called cinnamon toast crunch. Mm -hmm. And so I would buy it for him. And then I don't like it at all. (laughs) And then one day, and I'd been buying it for months and months. And then one day he was like, I don't, you know, I don't really like this. You don't have to buy this. And I was like, really? You don't? (laughs) And I was like, it was one of those moments that we both realized that he could have said something a lot sooner I could have asked, I assumed, and it was one of those things like, well, I thought you said blah, blah, blah. And then it's easy to fall into the blame and shame trap right there. And like, you want to be like, well, you told me that you did like it yeah. and maybe they did, but they're telling me now, he's telling me now that he doesn't like it. So what am I going to do with that information? 
And something I want to remind anyone who's listening is you can't take it personally. If you buy the Cinnamon Toast Crunch and they tell you that they don't like that cereal, don't make it mean anything negative about you. Mm. Don't make it mean that you didn't know your spouse. Don't make it mean that you're the worst wife. Don't make it mean that they hate you. Like we can, it's so easy for us to turn that comment of I don't like cinnamon toast crunch into intense self-loathing and this is a very simple example but it happens all the time in our relationships especially when they say I don't like when you spend this much money out to eat and it becomes more personal but for you, if you can just separate what they've said from who you are as a person, from who you are in the relationship, it makes it a lot easier to approach problems that way too. For me, with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch example, I just stopped buying it and I have never bought it since because neither of us like it. <laughs> and we'll never forget that. It was, like you said, the longer you wait to have a conversation, the harder and more uncomfortable it gets. Yeah. And it's so true, though, isn't it? Like another thing I realized, the communication barrier we have with the cell phones we have currently, uh, when we mm-hmm. come from a work, both sit down, probably watching a Netflix, one is on the phone, another watching something, and they try to have a communication, but actually you cannot focus on multitasking. So you're probably going to mm-hmm. miss out the key points, probably your spouse said something probably the wife said to husband like tomorrow you need to drop the kids off and he probably mm-hmm. on his phone or watching the netflix and it doesn't register in his brain and that communication barrier actually lead to like another i think you missed uh dropped your ch- children tomorrow and then uh, the wife gets angry <laughs> as usual mm-hmm. and then the argument happens and that's not because of like uh, he didn't want to drop them off that's because like yeah. he got distracted doing other things. Like that needs to be important. Mm-hmm. Like probably at least half an hour, like a dinner time, eating meal together, you can have a com- conversation that time. Or like, even though you're watching something like, hey, babe, I need to talk to you. Give me half an hour with our phone, without TV. Let's have a conversation while mm-hmm. planning for the week, planning for the day and see like, uh, if you want me something to do like next week or like uh, you need from me. So that way it's like a, make the communication much easier and you know what mm-hmm. needs to be taken we always do that me and my wife um at the b- beginning of our relationship we realized like we i used to do that like i'm on my phone constantly checking my emails mm-hmm. and things like that she's trying to have a conversation and probably i remember like 20 percent of what she just said and next morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, she didn't fight with me she's like i told you like uh, don't do two things at the same time then I realized, yeah, mm-hmm. my brain doesn't register like if I'm doing multitasking. So I stopped that mm-hmm. right now. Like if she said something like, yeah, um, get off my phone and try to listen what she just said. If something is really, really important, I try to make a note out on my phone. So make sure I do that or like take an action I need to be. So that kind of things, like I think most important for like a, without like a communication barrier. Communication barrier makes it like so mm-hmm. much difficult for like any relationship mm-hmm. to try for a longer period. So yeah i'd love to know more from you like what you and your partner do in a day-to-day for like a better communication and like keeping their relationship healthy yeah that's a really great great question thanks for asking um i like you we talk about our phones a lot Mm -hmm. we talk about how they impede on our relationship a lot and so we have actually set up some boundaries 
that have helped us a lot with technology. And one of those is if we're eating any meal, but especially dinner, if we're eating dinner together, we don't have our phones at the table. They just aren't present. And I think something as simple as that for a 30 minute dinner chat, you know, you're eating dinner at the at the table with your family and you don't have your phones that alone can give you that time to reconnect. Talk about the day, talk about the stupid or funny things that your kids did, talk about the weather, talk about whatever you want to. And then it actually does allow for less pressure to be on when you're doing the other things around the house or you're scrolling on your phone because you know you have that undivided time and attention together while you're eating dinner. So maybe that's dinner for you, maybe it's something else, but create that time. Another thing that we do is that we put our phones away 30 minutes before we go to bed. Right. Not only like research shows how important that is to not have blue light in your eyes before you go to bed. It helps you sleep better, but it also allows for both of you to unwind. Let's say it's been a super busy day and you haven't seen each other at all. If you can just set your phones down 30 minutes before you go to bed while you're getting ready for bed and everything that allows for that time and space for you to reconnect and just wind down or just decompress at the end of the day. So think about those times in those are some of the things that we do. And that helps us a lot. And they're not overly intense or complicated. They're really simple, but they're consistent. And so we know that every single day we're going to have that time to reconnect with each other, to talk to each other, and that we're both going to be present during those moments. And that is huge. That's everything for us. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. So Erin, we're coming to the end of this podcast. It's been a great pleasure having you in the show and it's a great conversation. So those who's listening, if anyone wants to learn more about yourself or your business, where is the best place to find you? Thanks for having me. It's been so much fun to be here. So you can find me on Instagram is the best place. I'm there. I hang out there the most. It And my username is at Aaron Woodruff Coaching. You can also find me on my website, AaronWoodruffCoaching.com. Or you can jump over to my podcast. I also have a podcast called Time For You with Aaron Woodruff. And you can find me in all those places. I'm looking forward to connecting with any of you. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, I wish you best of luck with your business, your personal life. And I hope you have a wonderful day ahead. And thanks for coming today. Thank you so much. Most welcome. So wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you got some value from me and enjoyed our conversation. So if you're interested to learn Erin, go visit her Instagram profile or you can visit her website as well. Until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care. Are you a business owner tired of same old get rich quick schemes and cookie cutter marketing tactics? Do you crave a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who get it? Then welcome to B-School community. You are one-stop shop for building a thriving business with sustaining organic growth. So who am I? I'm Ainul Chaudhary. I'm the host of this podcast and I created the B-School community because I was tired of seeing so many business fail, the coaches and consultant spaces. They are chasing on the wrong metrics, focusing on the wrong things and lacking the support they needed to truly thrive. So 
in this peaceful community isn't about courses it's about complete transformation so we offer mindset mastery where you learn think and like successful business entrepreneurs overcoming the weak belief your anxieties your own self limitation and unshakable confidence we have organic growth strategies where we teach you how to build your website a sales machine and also we teach you how to grow your organic reach on the social media platform of LinkedIn and also we're gonna talk about how to build it a reputable your podcast so through the podcast you can generate inbound leads for your business also we do weekly live classes where get personal guidance ask questions in real time stay motivated and interact with the other people and so we have like an expert community as well so where you can connect with a network of online coaches consultant agency owners who have been there done that and you're ready to succeed and help you with that as well so why wait so at business school community we believe building a business with purpose passion commitment and making difference so we are not about shortcuts or empty promises we are about real results real relationships and real growth so if you are ready to ditch your grind and build online join b school community today and unlock your full potential the link will be under the description go check out b school today and get your 